Kalimera, Kalispera, whatever time you are watching, this is Mappa. I'm Stel, and before I introduce your guest, or your guest, or my guest, this gentleman, um, well, what can I say about him? This guy has got a strong CV. He made a massive impact on Garmi Odessa when he joined. And in fact, I'm very, very thrilled to have him on the show because we he was in our he was in our top 50 goals list this season. Munir El Alucci. How you doing, bro? Salam, you good? I'm fine. I'm fine. I go salam. I'm really good. Uh, uh, I feel good. So yeah, how are you? Okay. Yeah, bro, I'm good. I'm I'm thrilled to have you on the podcast. It's it's great yeah. talking to you. And uh, you know, you and I we've been talking for a few weeks, and I can tell you're a, you're a genuine guy. You're a good guy. You're humble. And uh, it's an absolute pleasure to have you on the podcast. Thank you for joining me. Really appreciate Thank it. Thank you, Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. Brilliant, brilliant. Bro, let's start from the beginning then, right? Your background, because I know you were born in the Netherlands to sure. Moroccan uh, parents. Is that correct? Yes, that's correct. Uh, I uh, I born in, in the Netherlands, in Rosendal. Maybe you don't know uh, this place. But anyway, I, I born there, born and raised in Holland, uh, my academy, my school, everything. My parents are from uh, from Morocco. They born in Morocco when they were 20 or 21. They came to Holland to, you know, uh, as immigrants. Yep. Uh, and I, I had a, I had a really good youth, to be honest. Uh, you know, I can say I had a difficult youth or something. You know, it had a lot of people. Uh, but no, I, I had a really good youth. Uh, yeah. So I had my academy in Holland, played in Holland and... So this is uh, that was my youth, to be honest. Yeah. You say you had a difficult background, and I think I know what you mean because I've heard stories about immigrants in the Netherlands, not just in the Netherlands, actually, it's yeah. everywhere. But you guys get a rough ride because of your background, and I'm guessing the religion played the part as well. Has that got something to do with it? Yeah, to be honest, like uh, me as a person, I never had like uh, really problems with it, but. Uh, course like uh and when i hear stories of my parents you know 40 years ago for example uh, they came as they came as immigrants you know and they look at them like they are you know they are nothing you understand and uh so but to be honest like my my parents uh, they raised me and my brothers and my sisters because we, had, we have a big family uh they raised us like uh, i cannot i can say nothing about how they raised us so we had, uh, we had a really good youth. That's nice. That's nice. That's great to hear. And, you know, obviously our parents make sacrifices for us. And I don't think we realize um, yeah. they go through to, to see us go through good things. And I think this is something that a lot of kids, not just in Cyprus or around the world, I think we take these things for granted. We realize or we don't realize how difficult things were and how good we have it these days, not just because of technology, but also everything, everything. So... Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm glad your, your parents are, are happy for you and I'm glad that you're doing them proud. So talk to me about your, your youth then playing football. Who, who were your football idols? I had one idol. Uh, it's not Ronaldo. It's not Messi. It's not... Uh, okay, obviously, they, were, they are incredible. Uh, the Ronaldinho, is, no, it's not about... For me, there was one idol and it was Iniesta. Iniesta, Andres okay. Iniesta, yeah, this, 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 oh, it was unbelievable. Every time when I watched him, and it was, you know, because I am a midfielder as well, uh, you know, uh, I, again, like Ronaldinho and this kind of players, they were fantastic, you know. But mm. Iniesta, for me, this guy's 
next level, really next level. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and that, that World Cup where he... Okay, he didn't single-handedly win it, but that World Cup final against the Dutch yeah. might have been a bit difficult for you being being from the Netherlands, you know, watching that final, seeing Iniesta score against the against the Dutch, right? <laughs> yeah, no, it was not like... Okay, of course, I wanted Holland to win, but it's not like uh, I cried or something, you know. But, of, of course, course, you know, Iniesta as a player, well, what can you say? It's was incredible incredible the way he plays the way you know i like this kind of players because uh, they are smart you know it's not uh, okay they can dribble they can pass they can do whatever you want but and they are not physically but they are so smart it's incredible serious so this was my uh my my, my idol yeah absolutely bro and you know what to be honest right when you look at Morocco, as in the, the, the standard of players that we've seen over the years. You know, we could talk about Mehdi Benatia. We can talk about, oh, there's so many, so many world club, uh, Yusuf Shippo, yeah. um, uh, oh, Mustafa Hadji. <laughs> yeah. Were you, did, did you look up to these players as well growing up because of where they came from? It's cr it sounds crazy, but I didn't, to be honest. It's crazy okay. because uh, when I was young, uh, this sounds crazy, yeah? but uh, I didn't look like uh, the Moroccan national team or something. I didn't. It's crazy. I don't know why or something, but it's not like that we sat together, you know, and watched the, the game from Morocco, you know. It's for when Holland played, we were sitting, you know, and watch. And when the European uh, Championship was playing, we were watching. But like the Africa, Africa Cup of Nations, for example, we didn't. I don't know. If you ask me for a reason, I don't know. I don't know. But okay, I know yeah, the, the Haji and the, the Mokhtari. Maybe you, do, you don't remember. Uh, you have the sector with these players were incredible. And they have a big, big impact in Morocco. They are still like kings over there, you know. But for us as a youth, I don't know. We didn't, in Holland, we didn't look up a lot to, to this kind of uh, games from Moroccan, the Moroccan team. Well, that's, that's understandable. And when you're playing in a, a nation like the Netherlands, who, yeah. as you know, have produced so many incredible players. I mean, we, we don't even need to talk about Johan Cruyff and, and Dennis Bergkamp yeah. and all these other yeah. players. Even recently, it's, yeah. it's been incredible. So you were in Nack Breda's academy, if I'm not correct, and then you moved up to the first team. Um, yeah. Is, is, I was going to ask if it was Chelsea that got the link with Nack, but it's actually Vitesse Arnhem. So what was it like growing up in that academy? What was the, 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 the football education about? Because I know the Dutch way of playing football in the sense that they let the younger players enjoy football, to play football. Then as they get older, that's when they learn about the technique and tactics. And yeah. they actually get encouraged to ask questions like why, when, how. It's, yeah. it's incredible. The mentality, uh, for sure. The mentality in the academy is true. Uh, you know what, for example, what I did a lot, uh, you had like, uh, I was in the academy. Yeah, I came pretty late uh, to Nak Breda. I was uh, 17 years old. So I was, uh, before that I played for a, also a professional football club, but they were, uh, when I was 11, I, play, I came in the academy in this team, RBC Rosendal. Maybe you don't, uh, this, this team was professional. They played in the highest league. Then they went down and then they had problems with money. So the club uh, shut down, you know, they were, uh, they finished. So after that, I was like 15 or 16. Uh, and I went back to my amateur club where I played in my, uh, in my youth. Um, 
I played there one year. I was 15 or 16, and they they raised me to the first team. Uh, it was amateur level, you know, and I scored and everything. So after that, I went to knock. But uh, when you ask me about uh, the academy in Holland, uh, it's more uh, what you say, like they let you play free. Yeah, it's like uh, they want you, for example, to you know, you have you have uh, you have coaches uh, who want you to listen to them and everything, but you have also coaches. I had, to be honest, I had a really good coach, for example, and he told me, when you don't make six uh, dribbles, for example, I will be angry on you, you understand? So you're going to make dribbles forced, you know, for yourself. You, you look at the coach and he said, you have to make a dribble. And then uh, three times maybe it goes wrong, but the fourth time uh, it, it's going to go well. It's going to go, you know, you make a good dribble. So this kind of things, uh, you're going to, in the academy, I think you need this. For example, I don't know if I'm, gonna be a coach or something i have no plans but if i will be a youth coach uh, academy coach this is the first thing i will say to academy players if i see a player for example attacker or an attacking midfielder he's you know he's shy or something i will tell him you have to make 10 dribbles at least this this game 10 dribbles for i don't care nine times you lose the ball the tenth time you make an incredible you know a dribble or a score or you give an assist so this kind of things in, in Holland uh, happens. And uh, obviously Ajax, uh, PSV, Feyenoord, this is another level, you know. So uh, this is the Academy of Holland and I'm happy uh, that, I play, that, I, that I born and raised in Holland because every day we played on the streets, every day we played uh, the futsal, you know, uh, even now. Sometimes when I'm free, you know, we play futsal together or on the streets. This kind of things you cannot take take out of me, you know. For sure, for sure, and I guess that's where the best football players are created on the streets. Street 100%. footballers, all the best ones, yeah, all the best. 100%. Yeah, and I think I think that's why. Okay, we are seeing talented players, but I remember when I was growing up, I saw a whole bag of players. We're talking Zidane, we're talking Ronaldinho, all these players, Kaká, etc., etc. And that's probably because times were different and kids were able to play on the street without having to worry about lunatics or yeah. whoever. But I think clubs now are, are more concerned about, obviously, the, the well-being and the health of the players, but the, the technique, the you know, the, the tactical side of things. And I think a lot of clubs are losing track of the fun element of football. You know, kids, you know, yeah. they need to have fun. It's, it's not just about winning and losing. It's about having fun and making memories. I think that this, yeah. that's a human element. Yeah. True, true. But I believe also, I believe also, if you have fun, uh, the winning is going to come. You're going to win. If you have fun, uh, okay, uh, you can say, okay, you have two types of fun, you know, you can have fun and, you know, don't care, you know, you're just fun. But you can also have fun and be serious, if you understand what I mean. Uh, and I believe what you are saying, I agree. Uh, in the last, what can I say, five, six years, maybe longer, it's, it's like robot, you know, like uh, academy yeah. players are like robots. You have to do this, you have to eat good, you have to, this. I'm happy, to be honest, I'm happy I bore, I, I born uh, earlier than uh, you know, so I, I I had the good youth. I could play every day, and and yeah, yeah, I'm happy with it. Excellent, excellent. So you went back. To, you went to Morocco, and then yeah. you ended up at Garmiodissa. So yeah. 
how did your transfer to a club like Garmiodisa occur? And I'm guessing you didn't know much about them. No, n- not at all, to be honest. Uh, what would you say? I went to Morocco, uh, fantastic club, uh, serious. It was, I can't say nothing about the club or uh, the payments or something, because if you go to Morocco, it's not always that you will get your salary on time, you know? Mm-hmm. This is, uh, even in Cyprus, uh, anyway. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it was, but I didn't play a lot. I didn't play a lot. And uh, I can say, it was my level as well. Like uh, I didn't, I didn't get my level there. Uh, so I had a moment, you know, like in, in in May or April, I had a moment like, okay, I want, no, I want to 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 play again. I could go back to Holland. Uh, I had some offers in Holland, uh, even the first division, because the the year before that I had a really good year in uh, Nagbreda. So uh, I was thinking, should I go outside the country? Should I go uh, go back to Holland? So Karmitisa called me, uh, the director, and uh, he's good with my agent. And uh, he explained me the project, uh, that their new owner and everything. And uh, so uh, I listened to it and uh, I was searching on Google on the club and I see no pictures. I couldn't see, I couldn't find anything, you know. But uh, it was, you know, a little bit of risk, uh, to be honest, uh, because you don't know nothing about the club. You, you, uh, a director, he can say everything what he wants, but you don't know if it's true or something. Uh, maybe the payments will be so. It was somewhere. It was a risk, but at the end, uh, I'm so happy with the choice. Really, really happy with the choice. And uh, the director, the owners, the president, they are fantastic people. Serious. They were uh, from day from day from day one. Uh, I felt comfortable and. Uh, you know, because the year before that, when I said uh, Morocco, it was a fantastic club, but, uh, you know, you didn't play, you didn't feel the confidence and everything. And then you need, you know, uh, a, a warm place, if you understand what I mean. You need a place that yeah. uh, gives you uh, the, the, the feeling again from you are a full player. And this is what I had last year. So, yeah. Well, you know, it's, it's good to hear that you like the club and you enjoy being there and that you're settled because... Let's get it right. Garmiodis had about seven head coaches last season. Well, there's yeah. a lot of changes. A lot of changes. You know, we do this podcast and every week, it's almost as if we felt that every week we did a pod, there was a new manager. It was crazy. Um, but but yeah. for you, coming from the Netherlands, where, let's get it right, a lot of coaches are given time to do their thing. I guess in Morocco, it's probably similar to Cyprus in, in that respect with the, with the mentality. But you've come to a club and you've started well, you've done well. But then you you see this manager go, that manager go. Is yeah. it difficult to get some momentum or just to thrive, if that makes sense, with these changes? Um, it can be difficult, yeah, of course. Uh, I think as a person, individually, I didn't have a lot of problems with that because uh, if you play and everything, you know, then then okay you know you need one you need one coach who's consistent consistency every you know for example six months this is not a lot but give him six months for example okay but uh, i think as a team we had problems because we had individually really uh, good quality in the trainings you could see we have really good quality but in the games sometimes uh, I was thinking, what are we doing? But afterwards, you know, after the season, you you analyze the season from what happened and everything. Then you can you can yeah you can say from from 
you can say the coaches one coach for example he likes to work and uh he wants to press high then this coach after four, four or five games he's not there uh, comes another coach he likes to stay compact you know what i mean so in games uh sometimes it was not clear that one player yeah. tries to want to press and then the others other players say to us like uh, we are better when we are compact the other player think we have to go for it. so it was like it was a, a, a chaos so that's why as a team it was really difficult really difficult uh, but individually to be honest i didn't have uh, a lot of problems to be honest no well, to be honest, right, I, I think, the, you know, there are a lot of clubs do this in Cyprus, whereby every summer they get rid of a lot of players and they bring in a lot of players. And if I'm not mistaken, I think Gun Moza must have brought in well over 20 players in the summer. <laughs> or at least <laughs> yeah. about 15 and then brought a lot, brought four in, in, um, in January. So obviously it takes time for the players to get to know each other, different languages, different cultures. But there are a lot of experienced players in that squad. You know, Thomas Huberchan, who yeah. did remarkably well out of money. And you know Thomas Huberchan's CV. He won the yeah. UEFA Cup. Then you've yeah. got Duris. You know, I love Duris. He's a good friend. Uh, Sim Tandy as well. So there's a lot of players in that squad that knew Cypriot football. But at the same yeah. time, you had a few other players that were perhaps playing in different nations. So did it make it easier for you to get used to playing in Cyprus because of the people that also were new. It's like going to a new school where everyone doesn't know each other. So you have to adapt. Uh, this this made it for me as a person, it made it, made it a little bit um, easier because what, what you are saying, it was, uh, we had 20 new players. All of them had to adapt. You understand? Okay, a couple of players, they were already from Cyprus. They played here already. But if you go to a new team, you have to adapt, you know? So... When you are a new player, for example, if I uh, came in last summer, I came uh, as an only player, as a new player, it was way more difficult for me, I think, to adapt than now. Because now, what, what, what I'm saying, like 20 new players, all of them are in the same situation. They have to adapt. So for me, it was, uh, it was not difficult to, 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 to adapt. No, that's, that's good to hear. That's good to hear. And I think... You know, despite all of the managerial changes and the players coming and going, I think you had yeah. a very good season. If I'm not mistaken, I think you scored six goals in in the champ in the full season and then four in the playoffs. But there's uh, one game. Yeah. No? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes, yes. Okay. Around, yeah. Okay. yeah. okay, but there's one game I want to ask you about: Abolon away. Okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. Not not. <laughs> okay, um, there's there's a question I want to add in this thing, but. For you guys to come back, what was what was that feeling like? Because it was it was a, it was a fantastic game for the neutral, but for yeah. you guys to come back from was it three one? Was it three one at the time? Yeah, three one, three, three one. one yes. yeah. yeah, to win four three. What was that yeah. like? It was a crazy game. Uh, I can remember the first fifteen minutes. We were killing them, you know, like in position game. It was a really good game. I I was thinking how you know Apollon's a big club and. So we were dominating the game. So after one uh, defender, he made a mistake. Uh, he, he tried to dribble the striker. He, he, he took the ball and he scored. So after that, we were dead. You know, uh, we, we received the goal. He made a mistake and uh, they scored the 2-0. The, the after we scored a 2-1 and we were hoping, you know, we were hoping, okay, now it's going to be like we got... So straight after the first half, uh, the, uh, the, the second half started and they scored a 3-1. So... 
you know, when they score straight after the, you know, it's gonna it's gonna be a real difficult game. I don't know, I don't know what happened, but uh, we we received we get a penalty from nothing. It was uh, okay, it was a penalty, but you know, we didn't play well. You know, it, we didn't play well. Just it was a, it was a cross, and I think he kicked the player. A stupid fall, you know. So uh, the penalty we scored, and afterwards again, it was crazy. The, the supporters before I took the penalty, the, the first, the, the both penalties I took. So the first uh, penalty, they were screaming, they were shouting, they were, they were crazy. So I made this. I, I did something stupid after the second goal that I scored. I ran to the supporters and I did this, you know. But it was more like because. They were throwing uh, chairs, uh, beer to me, you yeah. know. You know, yeah. football, it's normal. It's normal because in Holland, they do it as well. Uh, so it was, it, was, it was a crazy game. It was a crazy game. It went, it went like up and down. Joe, I think you guys... All right, it was a fantastic comeback. But I think at the, at the time, Abolon were going through some big problems at yeah. board level. And obviously, the fans were angry. And then... You know, seeing their team winning three one and then losing four three. Yeah, you know, yeah. and I think the ref didn't the referee stop the game for for a few minutes, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. He yeah, stopped the game yeah. for a few minutes. It went back, and then I, I remember because I think there was meant to be six minutes of added time at the end, and he yeah. played ninety five because it got too much. So he said, yeah. "Come on, finish the game." Yeah. So I, it was a it was a great moment for you guys, though, winning the game. And I know you you apologize to the fans, and obviously. It's heat of the moment. It's the adrenaline. These yeah. things happen in football. And I think it's all forgotten now anyway, to be honest. But, yeah. you know, for, how would you judge your first season as a whole? Not just for yourself, but in terms yeah. of the Cypriot League. Has it, did it impress you? No, I like, you know, before I came, I, I heard like how the Cyprus League will be sometimes fight football, you know, like uh, long balls and everything. But uh, to be honest, I was surprised. Uh, even on the beginning of the season, uh, every club tried to play football. Even the lower clubs, every, everybody tried. Okay, the last, the playoff, you know, when you play for the relegation or, you know, uh, clubs going to play more, you know, straight because a lot of, you know, a lot of stress and everything. So that, then I can understand. But the way how, how they play in Cyprus and uh, even the stadiums, like, for example, Apollon, uh, Omonia, you know, this kind of teams is really nice to play. Really nice. The pitches are good. So, and for myself, to be honest, yeah, in general, I, uh, okay, I, I scored a lot of goals for, 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 for Karmatisa for my, as a midfielder. But it sounds crazy, but I could have scored at least five more or something. So, this kind of things, if you think about it afterwards, like a big chance or something. It's crazy. Then you would have, as a midfielder, uh, maybe 16 goals or 17 goals, you know? So that would be crazy if you, if you understand what I mean. But And I missed, I can remember, our Nortosis away. It was, we played 0-0. I, I, we had a really good combination. I was one against one. In training, I will chip this ball or, you know what I mean? I would score this 100%. And now I, I was tired or something. I don't remember. And I, and I shoot and I miss the ball. This kind of things uh, will stuck in your head if you if you understand what I mean. So yeah, yeah. Uh, if you ask me how was the season, it was okay. I'm I'm happy with the season I played, but it could be better. 
Of course, of course. I think we can we can all improve in everything that we do. Yeah. To be honest, we we never stop learning. But you mentioned Anorthos here. Can you talk to me about that game with the Molotov being thrown on the pitch? <laughs> yes, it's true. It's true. It's crazy. <laughs> yeah, it was it was crazy. This was uh, in the regular season. Uh, yeah. This was uh, we went to one. I think. Uh, to be honest. I, I didn't uh, had the feeling that the supporters were angry or something, but Anorthosis was also not in a good situation. I think yeah. I don't know. I know. Worse, I don't know exactly. worse than Apollon. Worse than Apollon. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Mm. So I don't remember exactly what happened, but I heard uh, two times boom. You know, and we were looking back, and they throw something to the goalkeeper, and after that, the referee said we finished, and we were thinking like. We have to play maybe 30 minutes more. We have to go back to Limassol and then one day they will uh, organize the game. But we we received the three points and it was, it was good. You know, it's better than... Uh, <laughs> better than... Yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah. Did, yeah. Did, not, did Noblock say anything about what happened? Because he, he got two thrown at him and a big pole as well. Yeah. No, no, no. no. Okay, he was in shock a little bit. I remember he was uh, Noblok is, is really humble, you know, like not humble. He's a calm guy, yeah. A calm guy, really calm guy, yeah. and it looks like it, he doesn't care, you know. And uh, they throw, <laughs> they, yeah, it's crazy. They throw molotovs to him, but I Just remember he was, okay, yeah, yeah. He was like, okay, this this is football, and it's, it's nice. I, I liked it. I like it. He can also go to the he can also go to cable net and give interviews and yeah, this and this. He didn't do that, so I liked it. Okay. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, what about your teammates? Do you have any close friends at the club? Anyone that you you get on with most, or do you are you just talking to everyone? Yes, I'm okay. Uh, for example, Lukili, Karl Lukili, I know him for years. I, I know him. Really? For, yeah, yeah, yeah. From Holland. He played with my fr- he played with my friend at the Brechin. Okay. The goalkeeper yeah, yeah, yeah. David Groff. He he's, he knows David. They played ah. together at the Brechin. Yeah. Yes, so so Karim and me, we are uh, also like in Morocco, where we come from. We are in the same uh, area, you know. So okay. so there, you know, we know each other maybe for ten years, twelve years. So we know each other really good. So he's a good friend of mine, not only a teammate uh, but also a friend. So even every day we are together. We are every day okay. together. We eat together. We we are together every day. And for sure, of course, like the the Dutch the Dutch players, uh, Malone before Dion Malone the. The defender, I played with him in uh, Nag Breda one year. He was the captain there. So uh, there you will have you will with some players, of course, you have a special uh, relationship. Uh, and the rest, I'm good with everybody. Serious. For example, uh, Andres Neofitu, the Cypriot guy. We are really good. We are like we are friends, you know. So it's not like Karim is my friend and the rest no. No, I am. I'm in the middle, if you understand what I mean. You're going with everyone. You're going with everyone. Yeah. Um, you know, Gravenberg, the striker. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. We, we joke and we say he's like Terry Crews. You know, Terry Crews, the, uh, the actor? No, he's I don't know. He's an actor called Terry Crews. He's massive, <laughs> big guy, like yeah. built like a, you know. Is, is, is he a calm guy? Because he, he looks like he can beat up everyone. He just looks my like friend. he can fight. <laughs> my friend, if you, you're not going to believe me, but this guy is a really nice guy. Oh, I believe it. I believe no, it. But but yeah. if you look at if you look at him, like you know, you you will be scared. He's big. He's strong. <laughs> <laughs> but he is a really humble and nice guy. Serious. He you can laugh with him, and he's 
Wow, he's a really, really good guy, yeah. Nice, nice. I have two very quick questions. Um, in terms of Cyprus and the culture, we always ask our guests this, especially those that aren't from Cyprus. We use the term, this is Cyprus. Do you know, have you ever heard that term before? This is Cyprus. No. No. no? So let's say, for example, you see a car parked in a house, in a yeah. house. Yeah. This is Cyprus. You just, <laughs> this is just how it is. Is okay. there anything that you've seen that you're like, that's a bit strange, but people have said to you, ah, it's all right. This is, this is just, this is Cyprus. That was normal. In terms of uh, things where I see, you mean? Yeah, it could be people driving like idiots, so it could be people having barbecues in in the in the streets, uh, literally in the street. No, there's one thing. When I saw this, I was it's not something crazy or something, mm. not at all. But I mean, when I saw this, and they didn't tell me before, it was I think with Eastern. The oh, Eastern, yeah, fire, yeah, yeah, the big yeah. big fire and everything, and the firework. So I was looking from my window. I was on the balcony. I was looking, and I see right left i see big fires so mm. i i was sending message to the team manager from and i you know i have firework I, I asked him what what happened you know so i took my car i was driving and i see so many people and the fire maybe five meters six meters in the air you know i was yeah, whoa crazy. you know i was thinking this is uh, it's crazy to see that you know but it's, it's more religion you know and i didn't know this yeah. but yeah what do yeah, I don't know. I don't know, to be honest. Uh, okay. That's fair enough. That's because I was, yeah. I was out there at the same time. Okay. Uh, so it's every it's like Thursday, this, this specific Thursday of, of the, of the yeah. calendar. And everyone just has barbecues outside their houses, in the, in the streets, everything. Yeah. So, it's, yeah. you know, they have the carnival as well. Um, yeah. So they do, they do various things. But um, you mentioned religion. I hope you don't mind me asking. Are, do, do, yes. do you... Are, are you... Do, do you... Um, uh, do you have a faith? Uh, I, I assume it's Islam. Yes, you, yes. Are you... I am religious, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm really religious, and uh, uh, like how I how I how I raised, uh, I'm I'm uh, I'm born and raised as a, as a Muslim, and uh, I practice I practice the as as good as I can. You know, uh, it's not like I'm perfect or something. Nobody's perfect, but I try to be to do my best. Yeah, for sure. So, because I've asked this, this question before, and one of my friends, uh, Fuad Bashiru Almonia, he and I, we've been talking about, you know, Islam and everything, and he's yeah. very happy with the way that the club has looked after him. They've, they've been okay with him, you know, with his prayers. Obviously, with, during Ramadan, you've got the, the fasting, breaking your yeah. fast and all that. In, in Cyprus, obviously, it's a, it's a Greek Orthodox country, but I, I've been, you know, given from what I've been told by players... They're fine with the religion. They let you do what you need to do when it comes to prayer times and everything. Are they all right with that? Yeah, perfect. To be honest, uh, even in the Ramadan, you know, then I I noticed these people are really good guys, good people. Uh, before I didn't ask nothing because I don't want to be, I don't want to disturb. You know, people. Uh, mm. I don't want to ask. Give me this. No. So I didn't say anything. And before the game or uh, like in the, in the morning, we went to the hotel. They come to me. They said you have to. You don't have to be at the at the, at the breakfast. Uh, what do you want to to eat in the night? And they they ask me so many things. And then I noticed uh, these people are you know, are uh, there. are small things, but it, it matters if if you understand what I mean. For for yeah. me as a human, uh, if if this kind of people, the director, the the, the the people, they were really. Really, they help me a lot, a lot. And if I want to pray, I can, I can pray, whatever. So, uh, they, they, yeah, yeah, really good.
That's good to hear. No, I'm I'm happy to hear that. I'm very happy yeah. to hear that, bro. And uh, I'm I'm glad that you had the you were able to come on this podcast. It's been great talking to you, man. And uh, I really wish you all the best for this coming season. But don't score against Omonia because that's my team, yeah. Because <laughs> me and you, we're gonna, we're gonna have problems. Okay, I will. But yeah, no, good luck for the season. I'm sure you have another good season. And um, next time you score against Apollon, just go back to the halfway line. No? <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. Well, boys and girls, thank you for tuning in. Thank you for following us, watching us on Twitter, watching us on Instagram, watching us everywhere because we're going to keep on growing. Thank you to Muni. It's been an absolute pleasure. Until next time, boys and girls, adios.